Hello and welcome to the Midweek War Stories. As your no so crew goes on a deep dive for the ratings war between the B shows for WCW and WWF, Thunder and SmackDown. We're coming off the heels of War Games, Russo's Revenge. What? And I'm still not sober. You're not? I needed a cigarette. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what's my, I'm, I'm fine, I think. Uh, we're coming off the heels of uh, finding out who who called the cops on one Triple H. Who, who would have thought it was going to be a naked Midian? Naked Midian. Nah, nah, it was test. This is naked Midian calling the police. I'd like to <laughs> file, file a complaint. Look. <laughs> <laughs> and in the uh, funny thing is, you guys can't complain that I'm your host, Joseph Russell. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database. Corey Mack. Hey, yo. And the ch- 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 chosen one, Mike Bubble. It caught all like a flash. It was a graveyard smash. You know, it was like maybe two years ago when I realized that it doesn't actually teach you how to do the monster mash. It's just nope. a song about the monster yeah. mash. It's just a song, yeah. Least helpful song ever. Well, let's move. Let's go. Let's talk about Thunder. September 6th, the year 2000. We're in College Station, Texas. A lot of freaks there. Commentary team is one, Tony Schiavone, Mike Tanay, and Stevie Ray. Straight shooting Stevie Ray. Tony, Sorry. tell me. What are you doing, Tony? Tell me about that. Sucker. Sucker. Uh, we see a video of earlier today of the natural-born thrillers arriving at the power plant as they want to have some type of reunion. Uh-oh. Nothing, nothing good can come from them. Nothing good. But let's go to nothing can come good for this. Our first match of the night, we're going straight to it. It's a number one contendership for the cruiserweight or a hey, hey, hey. hundred and under kilo title. As is Queewee with Paisley versus Lieutenant Loco. Hmm. Um Tanae brings up that Queewee's from the has was from the power plant and Stevie Ray is like, nope, that's wrong. I can't believe that. <laughs> I like the fact because the fact that he's the hairstylist in the back, right? But all of a sudden they like, they're making him like, oh, he's from the power plant. It's like, what if someone needs some clothing altered whilst he's working? He's come out to the ring and have new there. Yeah, maybe. And their match is next. Uh, prime time. Uh, hold on. Other things not addressed here. What happened to his wife? Now he's just with Paisley. And they're obviously, she's digging what he's laying down. You don't worry about that. But he did have a wife. What was it? Pear, banana, uh, uh, kumquat? Come again? <laughs> it was, uh, pa- not Pamela. It was Paprika. Papaya. Panella? Pa- Paprika. Panella bread. Pa- papaya. Oh, yeah. What happened to papaya? Pineapple. Does she papaya her ass on out? She got papaya her ass on out here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Papaya. Famous, uh, idolized, almost obsessively. Uh, football player out of the CFL. He is a 27-time uh, champion in that little little fancy Canadian football league. 27 times. He's got 27 rings. He can't wear them all. Or he could. Uh, how? You got 10 days. <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> uh, Stevie wants to know why they're coming out. <laughs> and they join commentary. He still doesn't want to know why they're out here. Well, Loco, a multiple uh, backdrop uh, drops. Uh, Loco reverses stalling suplex in the roll-up to get two. 
Kiwi oh, gets out. sent to the outside, and Loco hits a crossbody to the outside. Loco stands on top top turnbuckle, but Paisley trips him. Kiwi, well, she eventually got there and tripped him. He stood there for fucking ever. She tried. Uh, Kiwi gosh. then hits a DDT from the top turnbuckle for the win. Uh, stiff, by the way, he landed on that DDT. That was brutal. Yeah. Uh, what was worse, uh, that or the uh, Kane uh, reverse one on Raw to Benoit? Well, that one probably led in an indirect way to the murder of a woman's son. So, so oh, Kiwi, so Kiwi, got it. Um, Major Gun and Paisley get into it, but then Tigress comes out to attack Major Guns. Why? All the men stand there and watch until Prime uh, Elix, uh, Elix Skipper makes the save by pulling Major Guns out. As an MIA decides to then come out. How about Tigress walking that uh, Canadian tuxedo? Hmm. I just like the fact that MIA comes out to try to save Major Guns, but like after the match, not during the match. I don't actually care about it. They oh, okay. respect the uh, <laughs> they respect the contest, sir. Okay, the game. Got it. Earlier today, guys, Bret Hart has shown up to the arena. So Bret Hart, I don't remember any of this. I thought the kick, the kick, he's done. Well, I remembered the desert. I vividly remember the desert. I, I don't do remember. Not. Any of these past two nights. Same. Uh, Goldberg has now Did Goldberg arrived. Kick you? Maybe. So, just like any Vince like Russo way, we go to commentary. Hey, let's show the video of Goldberg super kicking Bret Hart at Starcade over and over for multiple angles. For multiple angles. <laughs> I just I don't understand. Well, I mean, you can't even say that because this current company shows Big E snapping his fucking neck. That's true. Like, what are we doing? We just want to watch people get hurt. So watch World War. God. Uh, Mike today has interviewed uh, David Flair and Miss uh, Hancock. Jesus. Or Stacy. Uh, then we'll receive footage from the War Games from Nitro. Not the pay-per-view. Any of the pay-per-views from Nitro. Uh, we're going to go back to earlier today with the Natural Born Thrillers, or as we call them, Blow. Thank you. At the power plant, uh, they beat up a couple guys in the ring that was training they beat up another guy who was cleaning the floors then they lock him in the room and then they decide to uh visit one paul orndorff in his office and then they uh, surround him in the corner and they all whip they whip him whip him good whip him they beat him up and then throw him into a mop bucket until some guy one of the guys that got beat up fights them off with a broomstick or as so that was a, that was a good as i wrote it uh paul orndorff got blown he did. He did get blown. <laughs> Wonderfully. Then we go to another blown segment of Mike Tanay interviewing. <laughs> I see what you did there. Mike Tanay interviewing Stacy Keebler and uh, David Flair. Uh, Tanay uh, brings up that Stacy has been doing everything. Um, Tanay brings up that Stacy's parents will be there. David, were yours? Uh, David says he hasn't talked to Ric Flair. Uh, but if he wants to, he's his father. He can come if he wants to. It's fine. Um, it's, well, he'll come. He'll come. All right. It's up to him. If he Woo! wants, to, if he wants to show up, he can. Uh, then today he thinks that Stacy's a gold digger. Um, I mean, I ain't saying she's a gold digger. Stacy says that that they're in love. She doesn't read though. Sta- get down, can go ahead. Get down. Stacy says that that they're in love, but she's today's like, well, is it because of the baby? And then he goes back to uh, he <laughs> fucking goes, hell, Mike Denae. Jesus Christ! He dude. goes he goes back to David, asking if, uh, if he would be a better, better father than Rick. 
the fuck has gotten into Mike Tanay? I don't know, but I'm here for it. But oh that Stacy has had enough, and they leave. And then Tanay looks at the camera and goes, "I give him six months." At least Tanay was like, "Well, at least Stacy isn't wrestling like a dumb bimbo." He's <laughs> out, actually. The arm said he came off the base. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go backstage with Goldberg looking for Bret Hart. We get a recap <laughs> of the Harris brothers beating up what? APA at a bar, and then uh, we find out what? that <laughs> Chronic they beat oh, up Chronic. Uh, then we find out that they will have a chain match at Fall Brawl. Mm, that sounds not great. A chain match. Uh, then we get a. Uh, Promo by three count saying that they want revenge on Chronic that happened last night. Last night, last night, you mean two days ago? They're uh, courageous. Well, it was filmed tonight, last night. Eh? I'm trying to give him credit for being half right. It, was, fi- it was filmed in front so, of a live studio. So go fuck himself. We like the backstream boy and Britney too. Britney Spears. Britney Spears is As someone who had to, and I mean, was forced to listen forced. to a lot of late '90s boy band stuff uh, over my weekend, I can tell you that NSYNC uh, does not hold a candle to the Backstreet Boys. This is accurate. In and re-listen. The producer and I had this shit. conversation. Uh, 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 Backstreet Boys are miles ahead. This is accurate. But also, Christina, way better than Britney. Better voice, definitely. And your daughter. Uh, let's go all around. Hey now, let's go to our next match as it's three count versus Chronic. Uh, mm, Brian Adams like military <laughs> presses <laughs> uh, for me, Doc. Shane Helms and then yeets him almost across Yeet. half the ring to the outside on Helms and uh, Courageous. Helms deserves better. Yeah, this is ridiculous. This is not a good use of his talent. Courageous and more double suplex. Adams Clark reverses a wheelbarrow into a choke slam. Harris brothers come out and brawl with Chronic. The ref. You know great. So if we were watching wrestling, how great of a sentence that would be. The wheelbarrow? He, re- he reverses a wheelbarrow into a chokeslam. <laughs> what do you want me to say? What the fuck kind of video are you watching? What do you want me to say? <laughs> Nothing. It's, just, uh, it's a great sentence. Uh, Helms puts his legs around the waist of face down. This just gets better. Face better. down, ass up. Face down, ass up. I like that better. And then he's chokeslam. Helms goes What's face sorry? down, ass up. The chronic. That's the way chronic likes to fuck. Uh <laughs> Three count celebrates by dancing, but then Tank Abbott comes Luda. out, knocks them all out. <laughs> He's a pimp in this instance, right? There's a pimp named Slickback. Yeah, there is. Say the whole thing. Backstage, we <laughs> see we see that there's security outside the door of Bret Hart's locker room. I would hope so. Well, I guess that's probably where Bret Hart is. Probably the giant door says his name on it. Probably He's got a good place to look. He's got a tilting head like in South Park. We go backstage with me. We go mean Gene with Crowbar as Crowbar shoots, saying that, you know, he's not Crowbar, he's uh, Devin. Devin. He's uh, a paper bitch! What he tried to do to me, what tra- what Shane Douglas tried to do to me last week was trying to end my career. What's his fucking real name, Shane Douglas? Troy Martin. So he should have gone, gone with that. It's like, I'm not Devin, you're not Shane, you're Troy I Martin. I think he does. He does. Listen, I, Troy. He, I think he does call him Troy. Listen, T-Roy. He shizoots. Sh- sh- Martin. As he says, he says that he's going to make Shane Douglas go to the hospital. Please. Hey, local medical local facility. facility. I apologize. Let's go. Sports entertainment, sir. Let's go to our next segment called the Lava Lounge. Ooh, boy. This is. Boy. Mike Mike Awesome's new talk show. How the Mighty Have Fallen. They, They done done Mike Awesome dirty. No wonder he killed himself. Yay. He's wearing his, uh. 
He was getting over, too. He was. He's banging fat chicks left and right. Even before that, he, the face turn, he was starting to get over. And the, like first they're like, well, let's have him start railing fat chicks. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, he's still over. Let's make him that 70s guy. Is he banging fat chicks? No, he's a virgin now. <laughs> no, what, what are we going to put on him, though? We're, a leisure suit. Well, That's what he's going to get. Ain't you ever watched Saturday Night Fever? He brings no. out, he brings, a, so he's wearing his leisure sh- suit, and he brings out his first guest, Pamela Paulshock. Okay. She's still wet? No. Okay. No. Well, uh, again, in a way. <laughs> he brings up talking segments as the wrestlers hit on her, and, uh, yeah. It would have been nice if there was some continuity where he's like, don't worry, I only dig fat chicks. <laughs> no. Because he You're starts. too skinny for me. He yeah. tries to start hitting on her by scooting closer and closer on the. He's like, I bought you some trouble cheeseburger. He's seen the. He, he, I remember. He's, he's lining her up on that black couch of his. So she's on the casting couch. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. However, as he's trying to make his move, Jeff Jarrett comes out. Jeff Jarrett tells Awesome he should be worried about Fall Brawl. Uh, I Jeff, got something you can move on. Wow. Jarrett takes a swing, <laughs> uh, but Awesome blocks, and they brawl on the set. Jarrett goes for the guitar and hits Awesome, but Pamela stops him. Jarrett goes to hit Pamela, but Gene comes out and blocks that. And then that Jarrett, old motherfucker wants to plow that. Yes. Wants to or continue to? I mean, Gene, you're my hero. <laughs> We're live, pal. <laughs> Jarrett uh, then whacks Awesome with the guitar. Then it says last Monday, but I don't remember uh, Shane Douglas chucking Crowbar off a balcony. I think they meant last is in last Monday. Yeah, not yesterday or <laughs> yeah. the night before. As, uh, we get a promo ugh, by Shane Douglas as sa- saying that Kidman's at the hospital right now. We haven't seen Kidman for like two weeks now. I was like, did you murder Kidman? Yeah. Oh, no. He, uh, he's being uh, hydrated after railing all of the Nitro Girls nonstop for about a week and a half. I mean, there's that. Well, that's the last thing we saw. He was taking three of them to his fucking locker room. <laughs> Short on fluids. Uh, Douglas says he's taken three people on. La- uh, he's been taking yeah, on yeah, three people lately. Right. Kidman, Crowbar, and Goldberg. Right, yeah, weird. And he's the ones I'd have picked. And he's on top of them all. <laughs> I'm Tigers is there. At the same time? At the same time? He's a. So Goldberg's a power bottom confirmed. <laughs> Who's next? I'm next. Let's go to our next match. <laughs> I come. Shane Douglas versus Crowbar. As TV Ray first. wants to know who Devin is. It's paper bitch. Let's just yeah, shoot name. Let's just shoot name. Uh, Crowbar drops uh, drop kicks Douglas to the outside. Then he hits the splash off the apron. Douglas. Uh, Drops Crowbar on the steps and onto the barricade. Douglas attacks his ribs. Um, Crowbar puts a belt around his uh, hand and punches Douglas. Crowbar then chokes Douglas with a belt. He hits a DVD, Death Valley Driver. Then he hits a Dragon Sleeper, but Tori stops the count. Crowbar shoves Tori to the ground. Devin. Devin, sorry. But walks into the franchiser by Douglas. Daphne comes out and fights with Tori as then Crowbar 2 slowly comes out. Electric Boogaloo. Crowbar 2, Electric Boogaloo gets his uh, ass in the ring and then Douglas shoved Daphne to the ground. I want a parade of... Then he uh, takes Douglas to... Uh, Douglas takes Crowbar 2 down. I want a parade of, of Crowbars like in Multiplicity, but Daphne doesn't realize it and just bangs them all. I can see that. <laughs> uh, then all of a sudden Medusa comes out and what? drop kicks Douglas and... 
Terry, uh, Tori. Oh, so of all the people that are firing, <laughs> Medusa's still here? Hey, wait, we can still get some use out of Medusa. Can we? Apparently, Vespers will think so. Then Mad we, USA, huh? We see a Goldberg finding Brett's locker room by how? By all the security guards up front. <laughs> I finally found it. All oh, people standing in front of the door that says Brett. <laughs> then he attacks all of them, goes in, and there's no Brett. We. I smarted you again, doofus. You dumbass. Well, let's go. To the, let's come back from commercial and go to the ring as it's Bret Hart. Oh, there he is. There Found he him. is. Bret wants to know what the hell is happening in the wrestling world now. That's a fair question. Awesome. Uh, he says awesome is worth now half uh, that because of what just happened. That accurate. <laughs> yep. Bret calls himself the greatest wrestler. Accurate. Accurate. Bret says since day one he's been screwed in WCW multiple times. <laughs> Brett brings up the who he beat in the WWF, HBK, Stone Cold, Rock, Vince McMahon. Accurate. Accurate. Brett thanks Russo because since he got here, he's gotten himself title matches. Accurate. Yep. Brett then shows the footage of Goldberg kicking him. <laughs> Weird, but all accurate. <laughs> Dude, Funny enough. Complications due to this injury. Brett has lost millions of dollars. Accurate. Accurate. Brett says that Goldberg tried to end his career. Not accurate. And <laughs> this is actually no, bid, actually. And yeah. no one did a thing about it. Accurate. accurate. Goldberg comes out, and as he's coming out, Brett's yelling, Ah, you're here to finish the job? Get, yourself, get a weapon. Finish the job. <laughs> Goldberg says that he was prepared to go to war during, during the times of, during wrestling and football. Goldberg says he has okay. some regret that night, and maybe it should have been him. Brett says, well, no one called him. No, you didn't call me. No one's called me. Goldberg only cares for himself. Accurate. Accurate. Brett says you ended it. Uh, Goldberg said, uh, and uh, that he did, he just did his damn job. No, nope. Goldberg said while watching wrestling growing up, <laughs> Brett, Brett was his hero. First of all, he makes it sound like Brett's like a good twenty years older than he is. When I was just a little tyke sitting on like my grandfather's five knee. Five years of each other? Yes. Sitting on my grandfather's knee. Yeah, so. Maybe well, ten years. Uh, Jobin's uh, checking that. Goldberg here trying to be the face is fucking laughable. Are you <laughs> kidding me right now? And once again, what do we always say? Bret Hart's always right. Yeah. So far, he hasn't been right I once. mean, Jesus Go- Christ. Goldberg is the same guy that in a, in a shoot interview two weeks ago on TV said he couldn't stand wrestling and never watched it. Before he became a wrestler. There it is. But now, I grew up watching you. Brett's 64 and Goldberg's 55. That's nine nine years. years. So, nine so years. you didn't grow up watching Bret Hart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Goldberg was going to tell him something. Uh, Goldberg was going to say something, but he stops and something leaves. And uh, Brett tells the kid. I would have pushed on one sooner. Brett tells the kid <laughs> to get, go to the back. Goldberg gets in the face of Brett and... Uh, as Brett yells at him to finish the job, Scott Steiner comes and attacks Goldberg with the pipe. How obvious was this? Jeez, Brett mean. calls Goldberg an idiot for falling <laughs> for the trap. <laughs> as Scott puts Goldberg in the Steiner recliner. God, Goldberg's a dumbass. I mean, he didn't lie once in that entire program. Not one so. damn bit. Uh, we get moments ago what just happened between Brett and them. Uh, then we see Scott Steiner leaving the arena. Thanks, Scott. He's coming back. Thank He's you. He's his job. Our next match is for the WCW Tag Team Championships. Ray and Hoovy of the Filthy Animals versus the Harris Brothers. Mm. Yep. Uh, Disco and Conan join commentary, so it gets on better. It's too bad that all four weren't wearing their usual masks. 
Ah, there it is. There it is. Dun, 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 dun. You can. Uh, so once I saw the Harris Brothers come out, I'm like, oh, so Chronic's coming out. Yeah, Got well, it. I mean, I mean, Russo's predictable. <laughs> there, are, there are two points, Joe. I want to make about this match. Yep. Because first of all, fuck this match. They, they suck. <laughs> There's that. So one, it halfway through the match, Conan just started sticking up for the Harris Brothers. Yeah, that was weird. Was like, uh, what are, what are you doing? And then, and then, God damn it, who was it? Uh, Conan. <laughs> he called Hoovy a mini Harris brother. He called Ray a mini Harris brother. I was like, how dare <laughs> you? That's rude. How dare you? What is happening now? I'm pretty sure Ray doesn't like Hitler. No. <laughs> pretty sure. Fucking hell, Conan wor- worried so hard about keeping his job. He's about ready to turn Nazi just to get a paycheck. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Orale, Hitler. I leave my Hitler. That's enough. That's, That's enough. enough. You want these freedoms? That's enough. Yeah. Uh, Ray goes for a Springboard Hurricane Rana, but one of the brothers catches him and does a power bomb. Heavy, I, I, my, heavy one of the D, heavy bomb. D with a power slam and sit down power bomb to Ray. Heavy D. Tigress gets in the ring and does a Bronco Buster, and then Ray does the Bronco Buster while Tigress is still there. Basically, just bang on top of Harris's face. Yep, and <laughs> weird dude. His worst nightmare. And then Hoovy tries, and then gets yeah, so there's two minorities sitting on top of him. It's a Think about the ultimate disrespect. Not only did I punk your ass out, but now I'm gonna fuck my woman on your face. Checks out. <laughs> Chronic comes Damn, out. Dude. That's where Dominic came from right there, actually. We, we just watched the consummation. They're the consummation of Dominic. Uh, Chronic comes out, but Disco thinks that they're going after Ray and Hoobie. <laughs> so he goes after them. <laughs> what? They're coming to attack Ray and Hoobie. Conan's like, uh, no, no, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. Well, they come out with baseball bats and they lay out Disco and then they lay out uh, the Harris brothers. Adams throws uh, Ray into the ring and lands him on top of one of the brothers for the win. Tanae's like freaking out because Tanae forgot who was champion because he, he thought the way it sounded. It was Tanae saying, oh, they won the titles. That's right, JR. And it's just like... <laughs> when the database of WWE can't keep up with your shit as so, he's hosting it. So, real question, guys. Uh, what's what's higher in the budget? The, the baseball bat budget or the guitar budget for Jeff Jarrett? What do they spend more money on? Because everybody and their fucking mother has a baseball bat. You got to think uh, it's easier to get a bunch of baseball bats than a bunch of fake guitars. Maybe. But they run through a lot more guitars. Yeah, well, I couldn't really tell you for sure, so I don't know the answer to this. I know, I know, I know one thing. I know the the guitar budget. I think doesn't Jeff have like five like left? He has like one like framed and like at his place, and then he has a couple like he's given away. I think Hootie Darius Rucker has Rucker's one. Got yeah. one. <laughs> it's next to the flare robe. Ooh. Well, at least the guitar is cool. Uh, we get a recap. Like grown uh, man's underwear. It's fun. We get a recap of Nitro, of War Games. Sometimes I get it up, put it on my head, walk around the house. Then, So we get a montage of that, and then we get after Nitro of fans and family of Booker in the back. And Booker saying he's getting the title at Fall Brawl. I didn't see Charmel there. Remember, she's with the Kui. We get a recap of Sting and Vampiro's history. God, mm. so the next 35 minutes. <laughs> As our next match, hear me out. Vampiro with ICP yep. versus Sting. No, there it is. That sucks out. Yeah. Don't they have a match <laughs> at the pay-per-view? They do. Yes, yeah. 
Color me shocked. But this match is a no-holds-barred match. Mm-hmm. ICP takes over now and makes this a JCW title match. Uh, no, 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 no. It's a non-title match. It's a JCW-sanctioned match. Oh. Uh, which really, it's actually just called a Sting loses this match. Yeah. Match. Okay. Spoiler. Uh, they find the crowd. Sting drops him here on the barricade and hits him with a chair. They fight near ICP and they throw punches at Sting. In the crowd, before you go on. Yeah. Did you guys see the shirt the guy was wearing in the crowd? Which one? No. It's the one that said, <clears throat> Sandman drunk 24-7. <laughs> he ain't wrong. He ain't wrong there. <laughs> he ain't wrong. Like, that's a cool shirt. Oh, yeah, because this would have been, hold on, this is around... This is around the time that he uh, pulls his pants down in the middle of the ring at a house show in Florida. Drunk. What? He was drunk off his ass in a tag match and just pulled down trout right there in the middle of the ring for some reason. Just full frontal? Full frontal. Just took a piss or just? Just, just, just to do it. So naked minions, huh? <laughs> yeah. Naked Sand. That's probably where they got naked minions idea from. <laughs> naked Sandman. Drunk Sandman just pulled his jeans down. Well, there it is. There it is. <laughs> uh, Vampire does a clothesline off the uh, announce table. Uh, Sting suplexes him on the outside. Then he hits Vampiro with a chair. And then, uh, but he does it the fact that they're on opposite sides of the announce table, and like Sting does like the f- safest, easiest chair shot. They even call him on it too. Yeah, like that was a, not a really a stiff shot there, Sting. It what gives is it right on the Hogan to Conan chair not shot. Not even close. Tony didn't say what. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That ultra dangerous shot. <laughs> I mean, I stopped the name back. It's broken in half. Sting, my witness. Sting reverses the uh, nail in the coffin and hits the Scorpion Death Drop for the win. Of course he does. Uh, <laughs> That's about right. Check but then out. Violent J says that Vampiro won the match. Muda comes out and tries to spray Sting, but sprays Violent J instead. Sting and Muda <sighs> fight to the back, and also Goldberg comes out to destroy the Dark Carnival. And, um... <clears throat> Was it there? Sorry, I'm just checking something real quick. Yeah. Check your notes. Oh, I missed it. It was on Nitro, but it's relevant here. Uh, so when, I'll be the judge of that. When Muda sprayed him on Nitro, because he messed up on Nitro too, Madden yelled, he should have swallowed, not spit. I was <laughs> like, oh, my God, you are lucky Muda can't speak English. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy crap. That's awesome. <laughs> Shit of swallowed nuts. How about that? Yikes. Um, Goldberg comes out, destroys the Dark Carnival. Goldberg then calls up. <laughs> then he calls out Bret Hart. Lance Storm and Team Canada get on the Tron and say, Well, Bret's gone. And, you know, uh, we're love to go out there and kick your ass since Bret, Bret can't. Um, Goldberg like, Actually laughs. I'm like, that's cool. That's good. Cool. So that's, that's helpful. Storm and Elix Skipper come out <laughs> and they play the Canadian anthem anthem. And I like looked at my at the, the at the cock to see how long much. <laughs> what you what? Oh, I looked at the peacock. Uh, uh, I often do that when the national anthem is playing. <laughs> look at the cock. I look at the cock. See how how long it is. And uh, it was only like five, like four minutes. Is it, is it a Fergie anthem? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty Fergie. Um, Team, uh, Team Canada versus Goldberg's our main event. Goldberg's in jeans. Uh, Goldberg instantly spears Skipper and Storm runs off. And General Erection comes out, throws Storm back in the ring. Storm gets speared. Erection also throws a storm. Yeah, Storm gets uh, speared and then Jack hammered for the yeah, win. He does. 
Yeah, he does. Dirty birds. <laughs> you damn dirty birds. Um. So that was uh. That was something. That was something. That was thunder. They're, they're not not as good as nitro. Can't confirm. Can't confirm. They couldn't hold the meat. <laughs> what? What? They couldn't hold the meat? You know, from Monday to Tuesday, or Monday to Wednesday, whatever whatever night they uh, filmed it. One of these things is not like the other. Yep. Uh, let's go to SmackDown the next day in Louisville. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. First of all. Louis? Louisville. 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 It's the home of Muhammad <laughs> Ali. I was going to say, put some, res- put some respect on the name of the home of Muhammad Ali. Marusha? And James E. Cornette. And James E. Cornette. I apologize. And Rick Patino and the Hookers. Marusha. Marusha, Kentucky. Respecting all those names. Got it. Especially the Hookers. Commentary. Save is, the host. Is, <laughs> as of right now, commentary is just Michael Cole. Michael. Well, you know. No, we'll find out in a second. We don't, we'll well, baby. Uh, he makes this as our rundown for tonight, guys. Stone Cold Steve Austin's announcement. All right. Rikishi versus Chris Benoit. Oh, God. Eddie Guerrero versus Road Dog. Mm-hmm. Triple H versus TNA in a handicap match. Nope. For the honor of one Stephanie. Mm-hmm. APA versus the Dudley Boys in a barroom brawl. I'm go ahead and root for uh, TNA in that one. <laughs> Uh, Cole says that Michael uh, that uh, Lawler isn't here tonight based off the injury by Taz on Raw or choking him out with a letter uh, with a leather strap. Lawler's music starts and Cole's like, "Can it be?" But it's one Taz who comes out with Lawler's crown. It was good heat because a uh, you just play that music in in Louisville. Yep, that's a that's a Memphis territory town. Uh, that was the second biggest. Card of the week mm-hmm. every year for 30 years. So you just play that music, you're going to get a monster pop, and then have Taz come out and troll it. Mm. That's just good stuff. Taz comes out and he joins commentary. It's Michael and Taz on commentary. Oh, let me know. Like, yeah, we should do some of this in the future. Let's, go, like let's go to our first match. This is X Pac versus Chris Jericho for our oh, first match of the night. God. Did you write down Taz's line about Jericho? No. <laughs> oh, my God. So he he started doing the uh, JR thing, yeah, And he called Jericho a twenty seven time All American in water polo at Red River Community College. <laughs> <laughs> I give him props for using the real college Jericho went to. That's pretty good, actually. Water. Also, I want to tell you that uh, water polo is far more violent than American football. So suck it. Then <laughs> more pads and water polo, pussies, <laughs> rugby. Why isn't rugby over here? We're not tough enough to play <laughs> rugby over here. Um, you do have to be deranged. X-Pac with a spinning heel kick, then he hits the Bronco Buster. Uh, X- X-Pac celebrates the Bronco Buster, but uh, but uh, Jericho, uh, he's, as he's standing on the second apron, on um, second turnbuckle, and uh, Jericho powerbombs him. It wasn't as impressive because he wasn't banging a chick in front of his face. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like He was mad, Thunder, he didn't think about that spot. He's like, fuck! After Thunder, good luck, buddy. I could have been banging Tori on top of somebody else the whole time. Fine, son of a bitch. X-Pac <laughs> goes for the X-Factor, but Jericho just throws him to the ground. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jericho goes for the Lion Salt, but X-Pac puts his knees up. Both men try and roll, uh, have a roll-off as they're going to roll each other over. Um, until uh, X-Pac low blows Jericho and puts his feet on the ropes for the win. <coughs> Not their best match. Uh, no. I don't know if I... 
not their best put together thing. Uh, I'm gonna blow something for you. I, I don't know if I'd have scheduled a feud between these two right now, which is what this is starting. Yeah, checks out. Uh, with the history last year and all Maybe that. Maybe just uh, hold off on that. Yeah, I don't know if this is where I would have gone with Jericho next, but hey, you know who am I? We're gonna go backstage with Mick Foley as a uh, angle as his uh, office is now in a closet. As Angle shows up, Angle says that he should be IC champion. Angle says that he took out China, and Angle uh, will be. Uh, Foley says, since you took out China on Monday, you'll be going one on one with Undertaker tonight. Play. Angle was <laughs> like, "Oh, come on, no, you're, you know, you're, you can't, you're lying, right? You got, I'm not taking on Undertaker." Foley reads Angle's shirt that says, "It's true, it's true. You're taking on the Undertaker tonight." Uh, then we go with a promo. With uh, Edge and Christian, as they said, they don't want to talk about. Th- they don't want to brag about them beating Undertaker and Rock Rockertaker. Um, <laughs> they want to bring up the history of Kentucky, and they bring up the uh, bring up Lexington, or uh, and how they beat the Rock and Undertaker in Lexington. <laughs> uh, they show the footage in slow motion. Yep. Then they said to show the footage from a new angle. Uh, this brings out the Rock. Rock wants Edge and Christian tonight. Uh, they say there's no way that they want to keep no way because they want to keep their undefeated streak against the Rock in Kentucky alive. <laughs> uh, they smell uh, that they reek of that they reek of awesomeness. Rock asks if that's their new catchphrase, and it doesn't matter. If that's your new catchphrase. <laughs> Christian says, um, "You know what? Yeah, sure, we'll have a match with you tonight, but." Both of us in the ring at the same time. Edge then goes, well, if it's both of us in the ring at the same time, that title, the WF title, should be on the line as well. Rock pulls out his magic eight ball, looks in the future. He asks him about the match, and he says he sees a photo of, of uh, him whipping their candy ass. Is that how a magic eight ball works? Like photos? <laughs> Not one that I've used. Well, I mean, you never had seven bucks. That's true. So that's, that's key. Oh. Is it a seven dollar uh, thing? It's a seven dollar ball. Joe, you, you you missed. Uh, they dropped Edge Crush dropped some knowledge here on us about Lexington. They did nineteen ninety seven in Louisville. They finally got soap. <laughs> <laughs> it's important. It's important. <laughs> These and guys are gold. So good. Can you believe oh, we? We're lucky we even got this right. I saw that article. Did you see that Christian article? No. He said the original plan for WrestleMania 2000 was to split them up. That checks out. Because this company is fucking stupid. Well, <sighs> you know. We go backstage with Stephanie and Triple H making fun of The Rock, copying Triple H's idea of having a handicap match tonight. Then we go offside to a Have a Nice Day Cafe as his APA waiting for the Dudleys to show up. We get a recap of Raw of Kai costing APA the match and Bubba uh, putting Bradshaw through the table. Let's go to our next match as it's Rikishi versus Chris Benoit. Benoit with a belly belly suplex. He hits a flying headbutt, but everyone gets a two. Love the fact that his old finisher is now nothing. Uh, Benoit hits a Northern Light suplex for a two as Cole calls it a back suplex, but Taz has to correct him on what suplex that is. Rikishi does his own belly-to-belly and a Samoan drop. Uh, I think he hits the Samoan drop, and Cole's like, is that how it's pronounced, right? Right, Taz? Uh, Rikishi goes for the corner splash, and then Bull Buchanan comes out to try to distract Rikishi, but gets knocked off the apron. 
Rikishi goes for another corner splash, but the good father comes out and distracts him while the ref is distracted by Bull, who's on the other side. Benoit does a belly-to-belly with somewhat of a bridge for the win. Good father and Bull attack Rikishi. Too Cool comes out to hit, uh, but gets hit by Benoit and allows the right to censor to get advantage on all three men. Uh, we get a history of what's been happening between Kurt Angle, uh, Eddie, and China. Eddie winning the IC title, but not wanting to on Raw. Then I think it's awkward. Yeah. Uh, we go earlier today. I wish they did like a maybe they should do a viewer description advice moment here. Jokingly, uh, as Eddie in China, uh, Eddie wants to know why Eddie's lying to her. Uh, China shows the footage of him smiling. Eddie is saying that he was smiling because of her forgiving him. China starts to cry and she wants to build a future with him and wanted to, and he, all he wanted to do was use her to get to the top. Eddie says he's starts yelling at her now. He's given up everything, family, friends, personal things, personal wants for her. What does she do for him? Nothing. Eddie says that he doesn't want the belt and yells more and chucks the belt at the wall. China is now crying. Eddie's yelling at her, wondering if China will be behind him like he was behind her. If she's not, he opens the door. He is full on yelling at her. And it's that, that, that awkward yell, you know, segment here. Like, I, I, it feels like mommy just hit daddy and this going more than I wanted to. I um, don't even want to recap this. I hate this segment. Yeah, I did too. Yeah? What do you got? Oh, I thought you said you'd want to recap it. I mean, you could talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. This was <laughs> very uncomfortable. Uh, I must not have seen the SmackDown episode back then. I did not remember this at all. They, my bigger question, and I mean this in all seriousness, are they punishing China for getting the Playboy shoot that she's about to announce in like a week? Because they've drudged up the very personal shit with Triple H last week. This week, they do all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean... And I'm asking seriously, like, this company is well known for... Did she get it herself, or did they help her get it? Everything I've ever read points to them. They were a part of it. It was WWF's China. But I don't know, because it, but, it's not I a mean, good way to sell your magazine. She's she's getting it these last couple of weeks. Yeah. This was... I mean, I get where they're going with the storyline. Um, let's, let's, let's call it like it is. Uh, they're playing off some very heavy stereotypes. Yeah. Latin men have a very hot temper and treat their women like crap is the stereotype. And they've decided to go full Are bore. Are you saying this it. company is using a storyline based in racism? Yeah. And in and, uh, and a storyline that is uh, borderline ab- abusive towards women? Yes. Yes, I am. And they've done that many times before and since as well. Um, look, I normally, this stuff doesn't get me, you know, I, it's cause it's a show, right? 
This was uncomfortable. I was very uncomfortable. I was, it, I was too. It reminded me of the uh, Dustin Terry thing. Oh, yeah. That I... I hate that just as much. But to I, me, this one I can't further. watch that shit. This I think that, uh, this went further. For, to me, it didn't because they were actually a couple. So that's where it that. bothered me more. Yeah, I get that. But I don't ever want to see this again. Yeah. As someone who, you know, lived in a household that went through this, I've I don't enjoy watching this on a fucking pro wrestling show. I can't. I can deal with this kind of stuff in like a movie or a scripted TV show. Yeah. This has no place in wrestling. This is ridiculous. I will say I don't remember every nook and cranny of the storyline, so I don't know if it gets worse than this. I don't know. Um, I don't either. I guess we'll find out, but Jimmy, this was pretty fucking jarring. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and to me, just... Outside of the uncomfortableness and the fact that this is really what we need to be on watch on a wrestling show, oh. came out of nowhere. This like abrupt heel turn for Eddie came out of fucking nowhere, from groveling at her feet mm-hmm. to being the mean old fucking man telling his woman to get in line. Flip a switch, or that, like yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we go off sites to have a nice day cafe as the Dudleys have shown up. With their own table. It's an all-out brawl, breaking bottles, brooms over I, each other. I actually liked this, except for that part. Who they bring, bringing their own table. Yeah. Who brings their own fucking table? Devon gets thrown in the bathroom. Farouk gets spine busters bubber through the table. A fan walks in, and uh, Farouk punches him because, why not? Bar- bartender's knocked out, so Bradshaw will be the bartender now. Here will be the uh, Tom Cruise of the evening. So, before you move on, Joe, because yes. you missed... The highlight of the night for me. Did you guys catch it? So at one point, Bradshaw hit somebody with a chair, right? Or, yeah, and broke it over some dude's head or whatever. Mm-hmm. Bubba's or something, right? Yeah. Farouk went to do the same thing. He picked up a different chair, and he the ripped what? it in half. <laughs> he ripped the top part of the wooden chair off. No. I was going to see if you guys noticed this because my son. Oh, my God, dude. My son noticed this. And then I went back and I like rewound and mm-hmm. I looked and I couldn't confirm it, but I couldn't deny it either. He swears Randy Orton's in the background. Hmm. And looking at the guy, it looks like 20-year-old Randy Orton, but I couldn't confirm it. I tried. I was like, that. I mean, they're in Louisville. What's in Louisville? OVW. OVW, mm-hmm. which is where he just signed to. So it's completely extras. It's completely plausible he's there. But I could, like, my own personal thoughts too is that this was taped at OVW. Like, I don't think this was in a real bar. You don't think so? I don't. I could have. It's a pretty good sign. Yeah. To be a fake. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they could have just shown. Like, they could have shot. From outside somewhere. Fair. And then the inside is just, you know, fucking fair. warehouse at OVW. But I actually enjoyed this whole segment. I thought it was fun. Just a fun little brawl. The it, table thing was stupid. Like, it was, but can we do something with the acolytes besides just random bar brawls every month? No. Fuck. I mean, uh, about 2004, we'll get there. Oh. When they switch up characters. God damn. <laughs> damn. We're going to commentary with Taz saying he's tougher than all four men. But <laughs> then. Okay. Stop right there. Uh, Taz, first of all, do you see Ron Simmons rip a wooden chair in half just by picking it up? He might have the other three, though. 
Uh, yeah, so I'm never gonna fight Ron Simmons. Like, I don't just decide that. Now. I mean, Jesus yeah. Christ! No. I mean, I'll slap the shit out of Lesnar, Suzuki, and Lesnar, and whoever you want, Fatu, and bring it. <laughs> I'm not fighting Ron Simmons. Fuck mm. that shit. Well, Scott Norton can get it. Don't worry, uh, Lawler heard that. Uh, heard that and came through the crowd and <laughs> choked out Taz. <laughs> of course he did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> then he joins commentary. We're gonna re- recap a raw test announcing that he was the one that called the cops on Triple H last week. Call Stephanie a bitch. Call her a bitch. So our next match is Triple H with Stephanie versus TNA with Trish. I don't remind you that in this match, Triple H is the baby face. Yep. When oh, yeah. This whole, yep. When this whole angle started by him uh, and Stephanie concocting a date rape marriage. There it is. Where she pulled the wool over not only Test's eyes, but her family's. There it and, is. and also, Triple H is fighting the uh, for the honor. One, Stephanie. Oh, the woman he married via date rape uh, okay, cool. Hey, well. At the same place Bruce Pritchard appeared, so, you know, there's yeah. that. Uh, TNA double team Triple H. Albert misses the big boot, and Triple H clotheslines both of them. Trish trips Triple H as then he grabs her by the hair, but Albert takes him down. Albert throws Triple H into a huge boot. That was a great spot. By test. Holy shit, that spot was fantastic. That needs to be their finisher. Right. Oh. Um, Stephanie runs down Does and grabs a finisher. They'd lose. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> All right. Stephanie comes down, grabs Trish, and slaps her. Uh, Tess grabs uh, Stephanie and is going to power bomb her, power bomb her. But Kurt Angle comes down and throws Tess into the uh, steel steps. Albert grabs Angle, but Angle pulls Albert down across the top rope, and then Albert backs into a pedigree for the win. As Stephanie celebrates with Triple H in the ring, he don't like the fact that. One Kurt Angle came down. Well, you know, I wouldn't either. Guys, at this point, creepily stalking my wife. Accurate. I don't think Not I'd like be too that happy. Liz Goldberg stalking, like yeah. actually stalking her. Yeah, like I don't think I'd be too happy to see his ass either. Yeah. Uh, we go back. We go backstage with Road Dog asking China if she's okay, and then she says that she, maybe she should be more supportive. Oh my god! And then. To make the angle worse. And then Eddie shows up and asks which corner will she be in, her old friend or his. To make it better or worse, they make her the doting, abusive, abused girl. He means well. Hello, he darkness, says he'll never friend. do it again. Yeah. Moments ago, Angle uh, saving Stephanie. Uh, then we go backstage with Triple H telling Stephanie that he doesn't like the fact that Angle came down. Uh, he had the match in control. Uh, she asked where he was if Tess was going to powerbomb her. Maybe next time just let him and she'll get hurt. You know what else I don't like about this? I'm sorry. That's fine. Because it's lead up to the It's her character. She's China. The ninth wonder of the world. She's been beating up on men since she got there. Yep. And she's bigger than Eddie. So Considerably. It just doesn't make sense. Nope. <sighs> so our next match for the Intercontinental Championship, Road Dog versus Eddie Guerrero with China. How does Road Dog warrant a title match? Just because his best friend got verbally abused earlier in the day? Yep. Uh, Roy Doggers the shake, rat, and roll, but Eddie drop kicks his knee. Uh, Eddie attacks the knee, left knee of Road Dogs. Uh, then he hits the shake, rat, and roll. Road Dog does and uh, does the shake, rat, and roll. Goes for the knee drop, but uh, China grabs him. Road Dog then uh, uh, rolls up Eddie, but then China throws him back over in the roll up, and Eddie wins via that. China apologizes to Road Dog after the match, but Eddie attacks Road Dog, and Ch- uh, China says that's enough. 
But Eddie attacks him more, and then Eddie shoves China for him to attack Road Dog with the icy belt, hitting him in the back of the head. I really shouldn't be laughing, but you just saying that's enough made me think of Conan doing it. That's enough. That's enough. Just kind of ruined the whole thing, but... <laughs> uh, we're going to recap, raw recap of right to censoring, abducting Val Venus. You know, as one does. You don't agree with my views? I'm kidnapping, kidnapped. You. <laughs> <laughs> so our next match is Too Cool versus Right to Censor, Goodfather and Bull Buchanan. Uh, Scotty with a twisting netbreaker. Godfather misses a corner splash. Scotty hits the bulldog, go for the worm. But the Godfather, Goodfather, hits the pimp drop, or whatever it's called, the pimp the drop. The good drop? The good drop. Uh, Do drop. Do drop. There it is. Grandmaster hits the <laughs> sexy. Yeah, maybe. I haven't seen her lately. Grandmaster sexy hits the hip-hop drop. Uh, Bull then, uh, Grandmaster Sexy is trying to pin the good father, but Bull Buchanan hits an axe kick. Rikishi runs down and hits a splash on the good father for the Grandmaster Sexy to get the win. Uh, the hose came down too. Too cool. Rikishi and the hose dance. Yep. Okay. Uh, we go offside with the Dudleys and APA drinking together as they respect each other. It's just like bleeding. They're bleeding. <laughs> That's actually really funny. And then you hear Saki as Kind ties there, and then Farouk and Bubba smash a bottle over their heads. Checks <laughs> out. Jesus. Uh, let's go to our next match as it's Undertaker versus Kurt Angle. Weren't they just facing each other a while ago, and Angle didn't want none of this? Might be that concussion. He forgot about it. Play it. <coughs> He wasn't there two weeks, remember? Oh, that's true. That's true. Touche. Undertaker with the power slam. We see Triple H watching this match as he has a big smile on his face because Angle's getting beat up. Undertaker hits old school as Cole calls this vintage. God damn it. In 2000, he called it vintage. Vintage. He did it like a year and a half ago. Vintage. Uh, Angle with a belly back suplex. That's Triple so H uh, is not. We see Triple H not happy the fact that Angle's finding offense, but you see Stephanie behind Triple H with the smile on her face. Undertaker goes for the last ride, but Benoit comes out and attacks Undertaker. They're double teaming Undertaker until one. Triple H comes out to attack Angle. As in Benoit hits, gets hit with the last ride by the Undertaker. You know, that's something that I never thought about until you just said what you just said. And that makes the angle even creepier. Not only is Kurt Angle going into creepy stalker mode now, but Stephanie's totally leading him on doing it. Like she's she's digging she it. She Stockholm syndrome at this point. Yeah, like it makes it even creepier. And I didn't put that together until you reminded me. Yeah, she was standing behind him, smiling at Kurt Angle doing yeah. it. Yeah, it's like between that and the Eddie and China some shit, weird shit happening. There is some fucked up shit going on in WWE right now. Like Russo's not even here anymore. That was the excuse. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I love, like, so uh, King and Cole was like, was he here to have Taker? King's like, no, he's here to beat the shit out of Kurt Right. <laughs> Hello. We uh, see Stephanie White backstage wanting to know why Triple H attacked Kurt. She Kurt saved her earlier, and Triple H says he doesn't believe a damn thing Angle has said. And Triple H can do whatever the hell he wants, and he'll do it again and again. And again. Seth says Kurt helped him out. And maybe next time, if Kurt's not there, she might get hurt. So it's just like, okay. Then we get our promo by one Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's Guys. What? Yeah, a promo by Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? Um, he says he doesn't forget, and he wants the person to come, who ran him over to reveal themselves. And they have till... Unforgiven 
the next pay-per-view. If not, he will be at Unforgiven to interrogate everyone. Now I remember why they promoted this for SmackDown. It's just a tape. Well, it doesn't, start, it doesn't help that you start, you started off with a awesome-looking the camera on the back of the head of Austin. And then he turns around and does, does that thing. Uh, backstage, we see Edge and Christian bragging about how they will become uh, WF <laughs> champions or maybe co-champions, but they're in front of the soda machine, and they totally know that one thing. Sodas. Sodas rule. Totally rule. But then The Rock attacks him with the chair. Classic face. <laughs> but here, Classic face. But here's the thing. I don't mind that because of the fact that it is a two-on-one. And, you know, yeah, he, it's still a face. I know. It's, it. Yeah. Uh, then we get moments ago of, of that, of uh, Rock attacking both of them. It was a 10-second segment. We got to do it during the moments ago. Somehow the moments ago was longer than the 10 seconds. But our next match is Edge and Christian versus The Rock in a handicap match for the WWF Championship. However, Christian comes out and says Edge is too hurt to wrestle. A weird week for the title. It's a weird one week promo program. Like, right. what's what's happening here? So Christian says that he has found a partner for a replacement partner, and I knew that who it would be. Like, it just hit me because I was. He's like, I got guess. I, I thought about that, but then I went the noise of like I went. Uh, I went like, and then here comes oh, one Kane. Yeah. I was gonna say Adrian Adonis, but he's dead. The big red anti-vax. Well, yeah. and the best part is this: Kane comes out and he's gonna be Christian's partner, and Christian turns around and give him a running high five, and Kane just looks at him like, "What the fuck?" and then like continues moving on. So, is now Kane taking the place of Edge, but Christian just stands on the outside. That checks out. Let's Kane uh, hit uh, attack, uh, rock with a Samoan drop from that that sting push. Yep, yep. Uh, Watching Nitro, rock with a Samoan drop. On Kane, uh, then Kane with the big boot. Kane, a couple uppercuts to the Rock to the outside. Uh, to the outside, uh, Rock and uh, Kane fight through the crowd. Rock hits Kane with the uh, ring bell. Oh God! Go back know. to the shit again. And, and that bell. is when Christian decides to jump. Did I miss something. The Mac Daddy to make you make <laughs> a that, jump. So, where did we go from? Two-on-one handicap match to Christian committing suicide. No, he wanted to jump. <laughs> he wanted to jump, a.k.a. he attacks uh, uh, okay. Van Halen. Oh, he heard that move. <laughs> Boogs. Uh. No. Uh, Christian, uh, go, uh, Christian, Christian goes Christian for the... Christian and go-go? Christian and go-go. Is this week where Christian famously becomes one of The Rock's favorite wrestlers? Which, yeah. by all intents and purposes, is a shoot. Probably. What now? Uh, in 2003, when Hollywood Rock is back. The, the did, best rock, by yeah, the way. Yeah, by, by far the best by rock. far the best rock. He does some backstage stuff with Christian and a couple times. And then after he leaves, Christian just carries on with the fact that he's The Rock's favorite wrestler. And he uses it to get heat even more. And, um, but from, uh, but the, the theory goes is it's actually kind of a shoot. And that Rock is a huge fan of Christian's. Checks out. Of, especially in terms of the wrestling and that he's funny. Checks out. Um, they have weird, like, great chemistry. Doesn't even make sense. Him yeah. and the hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, him and the hurricane. The rock hurricane shit is great. It's so good. Your hamburger? <laughs> is it, does, does he catch them? I forget. Jesus. Does he catch them? 
when he's doing his like WrestleMania promo for him, and like he like the camera pans and it's like them in the hallway, and it's just like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. They got Grimace in the hamburger. <laughs> uh, Christian goes for like a top rope splash, but the Rock catches him, hits a DDT. Kane tries to get back in the ring, but Rock knocks him out. Rock hits the spine buster and goes for the people's elbow, but Kane comes in out of nowhere and chokes him. They the shot Rock. that so well. You don't. You did not see that. Like, because you saw him hit the ropes to go bounce back, and he and goes all back. Kane's there. I'm like, oh yeah. fuck! Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's that like big son of a bitch can move. It's like how Chronic and uh, the Harris Brothers on from the top of the cage vanish to into the, the beer stands. to the beer stands in the audience on what? Nitro. So Kane comes out of nowhere, hits a huge uh, choke slam, but Christian breaks up the pin and then low blows Kane. Mm. Just straight kick to the straight dick. Straight kick. <laughs> Maybe wouldn't have done that. Uh, Kane throws Christian to the outside, and then Christian drags him out. Kane takes apart the table, but then Edge comes out to brawl with Kane. Christian's going to try and hit the rock with the belt, but the rock hits the rock bottle on Christian for the win while the brawl is happening outside. Kane gets in the ring and attacks Rock, throws him to the outside, and then Kane choke slams the Rock through the announce table to end SmackDown. So, guys. Oh, SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown? But it wasn't very good. No. But it was comfortably enough for head to win. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, SmackDown's a better show. So, let's go to the ratings. Last week, WCW got 2.5, while WF SmackDown got a 5. This week, WCW, a 2.4, while WWF, 4.7. Uh, back to normal. All is well on the SmackDown front. <laughs> yeah. So let's go to our favorite part of the show, the award show. Let's start off with best match. Man, not a lot. I went Benoit and Rikishi because there's not a lot. Uh, I I'll go with. I don't even like it, but I'll go with Rock against Christian and Kane because I liked Christian. I thought it was hilarious. There but it is. It's it's a pretty weak week for options here. I mean, no war games. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm, I, I was going Rock and uh, Rock the handicap match main event. Uh, Jabroni match of the week. Uh, three count versus Chronic. Yep, that's where I was going. So, uh, I'm going with. Uh, that's if it bad. existed back then, people would have started setting up a GoFundMe to get Shane Helms out of WCW. You're not wrong. My God. I'll take Douglas and uh, Crowbar one. Also not great. Yeah. Uh, who's your... I think I know who's everybody's MVP. I doubt it. Do you don't doubt O'Dandy? I never doubt O'Dandy. Okay. Who's your MVP? Then? Like I'm, I'm a wash with anticipation. Taz. Oh. I actually enjoyed him on commentary as being just... Like, he was being overly annoying on purpose. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed the shtick. And, uh, I mean, he jobbed out the Lawler, but that's what this company does with Taz, so there's nothing <laughs> to do about that. But I enjoyed Taz tonight. No, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a wash with anticipation on yours, Joseph. Uh, mine is going with uh, Bret Hart. That's where I was going. Yeah, I just love the promo. Yeah. You, Bret, fucking, he, you he idiot. It's fair. <laughs> you idiot. He was like... As many hats as there were in the War Games match were as many straight facts Brett was spitting on Thunder. 
Well, the, he he even makes a comment from who's who's your mo dev and mine's Mike Awesome because he goes Awesome's worth is half now because yeah. what just happened. That's my favorite part. I know that had nothing to do with this promo, nope. but Brett's like, I like that guy, and you guys just fucked him over big time. Yeah, Mike Awesome. This guy, really? So, We're gonna go from badass champ in yep. ECW. Yep. To I did I like to bone fat girls, but I could still fight. Yep. To now I wish I was in Saturday Night Fever. There it is. Uh, mine is not Mike Awesome, but mine does lead directly into my what the fuck. So I'm gonna go. Okay. Back, right back. into it. Overachiever. Mine is uh, Goldberg. Mm. Um, for, and this is an interesting point for me. We talked about the Eddie China segment, and I hate oh, the segment. Oh. Bret Hart, Eddie Guerrero, and Triple H are completely right in this whole storyline. <laughs> Stephanie sucks. This is completely her fault. She she did it to herself. How Eddie said it to China should have been done differently, but what he said wasn't wrong. Yeah, he was right. And Bret Hart was always right. Yeah, so. well, you know that. Uh, yeah, so they are all three positioned as the heels when they are clearly... <laughs> Correct. That's and how fucked up wrestling was. Just this fucking wrestling. I'm just like, my God, man. Uh, never, <sighs> never changes. Yeah. Nope. Cor- Cor- oh, it was mine. I forgot that I did mine already. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to start talking about the spiel and all that. Oh, and I haven't done my um, WTF either. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, mine is how... I mean, they really ratcheted the the volume from like four to thirty eight on the Eddie China. <laughs> yeah, that, that <laughs> that's my WTF in that it, of two. I mean, I feel like it's like, hey, I bought this puppy. Cool, I killed that puppy. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> not what? God like, damn. <laughs> Jesus, man. I I could see it building a little bit, but they went from a it's a slow process. They went from a a slow simmer to a volcano. (laughs) But the bad China punted Baxter. (laughs) Fuck man. Goddamn, that's some. I can't wait to see what's next. I mean that in not all sincerity. Um, hopefully they ratchet it back down a little bit. No, my yeah, my WTF is also the fact of the China Eddie segment, like. Yeah, it doesn't belong in wrestling. I legit don't remember what happens. I'm mm-hmm. fearing that one of these fucking shows, she's going to have makeup on her eye. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I have a... F- the angry Latino man punched her is going to be the storyline. I have a suspicion, too. Oh, my God. I, but it's just like that segment of... We got that like loving... That sly, as we said on the Monday Night War stories, about how like Eddie could be the sly, dirt... Bag son of a bitch heel, but also the baby face at the same moment. Hey, what, no baby face tonight. And then what? all of a sudden, within a day in reality, but in three days of TV, of you know, he becomes the abusive boyfriend already. But also, my other issue with it. So Triple H and Stephanie had their thing last week, right on SmackDown. Yes, uh-huh. and. Somebody was like outside the door, theoretically heard it, and then like I one up it, called, but let's just, call, let's just well, hold on, call the police. But in, in this one, the cameraman is just filming her him berate this woman while she's crying uncontrollably in the corner. And then Eddie opens the door and finishes the tirade. And so no like, one, nothing. It, it's, we have it, no follow up with that. It's the fact that what we did is we did it last week, but we heard it from the outside. 
But that's because it's Stephanie and Triple H. This week, let's that's do this. are white. Yeah. And then let's watch ding, it. Ding, 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 ding. Let's watch it in the in uh, with the uh, you know with these people. The know? white people should know better. So you get arrested. That's just Latinos being Latinos. So that's just what he's done. Firecracker, right? You know? he's got yeah. He's what well, Jr. call him a firecracker. So he's got a fiery temper. Ugh. You know what's funny is this the salsa started to boil. This hit me. This hit me like two weeks ago when I, I'm trying to. I think he was on Raw or SmackDown. That they make the comment that Eddie's and China's relationship is like sealed tight, like it is, you know, they got each other's back, and then I was was like, "Oh, the old kiss of death." The kiss of death happened. So yeah, uh, WTF the Eddie and China situation. I honestly like you guys don't know where it's going next. In the fact of we know what what's happening in real life, but storyline wise, I don't remember a thing. So I'm not excited for this. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. It's, but China deserves better than this. Yes, she does. It's just so messed up. It's so messed up. Can you say that about the majority of her life? Yeah. yeah. So. Well, on that note. On that note, you guys can go to nocellentertainment.com. We can find all of our podcasts, all of our blogs. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcast, and then there's and uh, Spotify, and you can follow us all on social medias: uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Leave us a good comment, and like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, China deserves better. Still sucked in third rock though.